Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle Smallman here with you on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Talk a little Mizzou football with Chris Gervino. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Hey, good morning, Michelle. How are you guys? We're doing great. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We're just talking about this Mizzou-Georgia matchup over the weekend. We were looking at some of the numbers. and Georgia's Including the line. Including the line, Chris. (laughs) And it's obviously going to be a very tough matchup for Mizzou, Georgia being the number one team in the country. But as you look at this game, are there any matchups that Mizzou could potentially exploit when it comes to Georgia? Oh, gosh. You know, you would have me on when they're visiting the number one team in the country and ask me a question like that. Um, (laughs) It's going to be tough, to say the least. Uh, I'll tell you this, and then I'm not trying to be funny. Missouri's got a terrific kicking game. I mean, I take it (laughs) over anybody. And uh, and the kickoff guy and even the punter, uh, they're all pretty good, although Georgia's got a really good punter. But, no, it's it's hard. You know, Missouri's defense obviously has struggled so mightily this season. And then you flip it around and you look at the offense uh, has not been really consistent. And, you know, if you guys have looked at the numbers, I mean, Georgia's defensive numbers are, are hard to believe. You have to kind of, if you're like me, you do a double take. Like each time you look at a different column or a different status, like, wait, could that be right? And then you get out the calculator if you're so inclined. It's like, boy, that's right. They are only giving up six points a game and seven points a game in conference play. And they do have 26 sacks. And, you know, they they have allowed just five touchdowns all season. And their defense has scored three touchdowns and had a punt block for another touchdown and scored two more points on the safety. I mean, it's really hard, uh, you know, to to, uh, just say, you know, just how, how good that team is and with Missouri's, uh, you know, inconsistencies. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, it, it, uh, it, it, you can see why there's a big line in favor of Georgia, and Georgia's done that to everybody this year. I mean, they, they've shut out a couple of teams. They've really not had many close games after that uh, Clemson game at the start of the season when they won 10-3. Yeah, their average margin of victory right now is 32. They're number one in the country, so this is a tall order for Mizzou. So we don't have to get in deep into the woods and uh, into the weeds and into, into this game. I am curious, though, about the QB position and where Mizzou is going forward uh, starting this weekend. Yeah, you know, that's the big question, Dan. We'll find out today at least a little bit. They release an injury report on Thursdays when we get an idea. And, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if even at that point it comes out, you know, questionable in terms of the status for, for Connor Bazelak. And they may not know. They wanted to see him in, in practice Tuesday, Wednesday. He hobbled off the field at Vanderbilt uh, with what appeared to be a, a hip injury. So, and, you know, that's been a big question this week from a lot of people. For And the thing is, okay, 
it's going to be a tough game regardless of who you who you put out there, you know, right? I mean, you could put an NFL guy out there against Georgia's defense, <laughs> and you might have some difficult times. And we don't have any NFL guys currently on the on the roster that I'm aware of. But but so you know, do you protect Bayslack? But then, man, if you put in a Tyler Macon or a Brady Cook, both of course from the St. Louis area, I mean, what a baptism that would be. And I still remember Corby Jones back in the late '90s making his debut at Nebraska in a 59 to nothing loss. Now, Corby certainly survived that and was a terrific quarterback, helped turn around the program uh, within the next couple of years. But, man, to put a, a younger guy like a Cook or a, uh, you know, Macon in there at Georgia uh, for the first start. So, you know, but, but, but they've got to be careful either way. Obviously, first and foremost with the health of Bayslack and then see what to do with one of the other guys. But not an enviable situation to be in. And, you know, unfortunately, just don't have really a, a good clue until at least later today. We usually get that injury report about 5 o'clock and then you – take that and uh, try to glean what you can from from the status they list on a Thursday. <laughs> Chris Trevino of the Tigers Radio Network joining us here on 101 ESPN talking Mizzou football and it is going to be a tough matchup Chris but I think Coach Shrinkwitz is going to have his team in the right mental state. He says he's so excited for this opportunity. He said, are you kidding me? This is why we do this, to have an opportunity to go against the number one team in the country. So it seems like if anything, Mizzou won't be intimidated to go against Georgia. Well, I did like his answers. You know, I was right there when he said that uh, Tuesday at his uh, weekly press conference, and without a beat, you know, he he jumped right into that response, which I thought was good. And obviously, he's trying to, you know, set a tone for his team and and give them that attitude. <clears throat> Excuse me, but they've got. Uh, I mean, it really is the proverbial nothing to lose, you know, in this type of game. I mean, it, it it's an incredible atmosphere. It's one of the great places in the SEC and the. The country, for that matter, I believe, Sanford Stadium, they'll have another sellout. They've got something like 58 straight, I believe. So it'll be 93,000 there uh, cheering on the Bulldogs. And uh, it, it's a great, great place. But, yeah, I think you've got to em- embrace, uh, you know, that and at least have that attitude. And certainly as a coach, you need to, you know, be putting together a, a, a confident uh, plan and, a, a, you know, a steady hand and a, and a good front leading this team uh, there to Athens. I, I am curious, and uh, Chris Trevino is our guest, and he does a, just a great job covering Mizzou sports, and he'll be on uh, the game starting next Tuesday. I'm going to get into basketball here in just a moment, but I, I do want to ask you about, and also does the football games and Mike Kelly, but um, I do want to ask you about the impact of Luther Burden. And so now we're a couple weeks in. Uh, he signed and sealed or committed and delivered to Mizzou. And so what that means for the program, the buzz, are you getting more kids that are saying, hey, I want to be a part of this? Is he getting involved in this? What, what's been the, the tentacles of, of bringing Burden to Columbia? Right. And I think we're going to find that out here in the, the near future with the, the rest of this coming class and, and beyond the next year or two. Obviously, it's a great get for Missouri when you have a kid like that who had originally committed to Oklahoma and then selects Mizzou over the likes of Georgia and Alabama. And of course, he's from the area. So Missouri really hoped to capitalize on that. And I, I think did now, now we'll see, you know, I mean, they, they need a lot more than one wide receiver. And then we've, we've certainly, you want to get a guy like that. And that's a, a good positive thing and good publicity and should help the team. But boy, they need a lot, Dan. I mean, you know, you follow it and you look across the board. I mean, they, they really have to improve. And as you know, folks have said to me, well, that's great. There's a wide receiver. It's too bad he can't play defense and he can't play now. So right. you've got to really fill in. You know, and that's not trying to be a wise guy. That's just being very honest when you assess the football team. So that's a great get. 
It's a wide receiver. It's a really good one. Really, really good. But boy, they need a lot. And, you know, that's not going to solve everything. Uh, obviously, it's been a, a, a tough season thus far. There are games left. There are still four games left. There are toughies when you go into Georgia and Arkansas, and then you, you're at home against Florida and South Carolina. Of course, I don't have the order of those games right, but those are the four left. What can you do to finish 500 now overall, four and four, just the one conference win? But but they've got a ways to go, uh, you know, after this season and, and some of the struggles they've had. So hopefully Burden does help not just with his individual impact, but leading others along. And I, I mentioned Corby Jones, and again, I realize that's 25 years ago almost, but in the late 90s, you know, he came in. And I used to say it was like the Pied Piper. Uh, yeah. He was a Columbia kid. He got you remember that, Danny? He got oh, yeah. kids from all over the state. Eddie Brooks out of Blue Spring South, Randy Potter out of Melville and St. Louis, Devin West up the road here in Mobley. I mean Changed they everything. all fell in line exactly behind him. And that was kind of the quarterback and born leader, so to speak, that Corby Jones was. It really changed everything. Now, is Luthen Burden gonna have the same effect? I don't know. Maybe it's a lot to put on his shoulders, expecting the big kids from St. Louis and around the state, but that's what happened with Corby. I'm not sure this is going to be the same, but certainly as an individual talent, it was a great get for Missouri. And then finally, uh, Hoop starts on Tuesday, so tell us a little bit. They've got uh, Central Michigan, not necessarily about that game, but just uh, in, in general, uh, what you're expecting out of the, the club this year on on the hardwood. Going to find out a lot. I've been out uh, seeing them a little bit of practice and talked to the coaches. You know, Conzo Martin, I, I really believe, and I know he's an honest guy, but he just Tells it like it is, straightforward, no frills. He likes these guys. They, he, they're, they're really obviously his own group. I mean, they've got nine new players of the 12 scholarship players. Nine are brand new. Four transfers and five freshmen. I know talking to people at Oklahoma State and then here at Mizzou, they, they scrimmaged Oklahoma State and really gave a good account of themselves. In fact, maybe more telling were the comments from OSU folks. And, you know, that was a team that went deep in the tournament last year. You know, they lost a great player. Cade Cunningham, but they've got some great athletes. And they said Missouri was really physical with them and hard on them defensively. And then I know Martin didn't share specifics. He said out of respect to Oklahoma State and then Creighton, the second team, they had a close scrimmage with. But he's really pleased. It won't surprise you. The, the strength appears to be defense and toughness. Uh, you know, the question is going to be, can they score the ball? And where do the points come from? Kobe Brown at six seven is going to play a lot of point guard. It makes sense in some ways because he's smart. He's a willing and able passer, but I don't think many folks thought he'd be running the point uh, when he showed up, you know, with that size and strength. So we're going to see the points are going to have to come, I think, from some of the transfers of Mari Davis, uh, you know, from from Green Bay and, and Boogie Coleman, Jerron Boogie Coleman, they call him from Ball State, uh, Ronnie DeGray from UMass State, Juan Gordon, Kansas State. I mean, welcome to, you know, major college sports uh, in, in 2021, right? The transfer portal is alive and well. They got guys coming and going. I think six are out and, what, four came in just for transfers, let alone the freshmen. So, We'll know a lot more starting Tuesday night against Central Michigan and then beyond. He's Chris Trevino of the Tigers Radio Network talking Mizzou football and basketball here on 101 ESPN. Great stuff, Chris. Thanks for the time, and hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Michelle, thank you. And, Dan, let me congratulate you and your daughter at Visitation Academy on a girls' golf state championship, one here in Columbia. I know you were there. Apparently, I just missed you. I was there for the award ceremony. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot to me, and I will pass it along because she is your biggest fan. Oh, stop it. But thank you very much, Dan. Congrats. Thank you so much. Seriously, I I really mean it. Appreciate it. Okay, guys. See you, buddy. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but... Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.